This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Monday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Greetings from this year's AgriPulse Ag and Food Policy Summit, which brought together some of the foremost thought leaders in agriculture for a discussion about the issues facing the next generation of producers. That group included Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack, who offered the keynote address at the event. He says recent announcements of fertilizer projects receiving funding are the first of more to come. We essentially, in the first round, uh, took a look at 21 applications, and we're in the process of, re- of, con- of completing the environmental review of those applications. We announced eight uh, or so at the Commodity Classic. So I think you can expect and anticipate in the course of the next several months additional announcements from that round of 21, then I think you will see uh, additional uh, investments being proposed sometime late spring, early summer uh, that will get us through uh, the rest of this year. So you're going to continue to see activity. He says USDA is also working to decide whether or not the program will continue to address the issue beyond the current $500 million commitment from the Biden administration. Obviously, the demand is pretty significant and the need is great. Um, And there are a number of different uh, alternatives here. Uh, It's not just fertilizer, it's also uh, nutrient substitutes, it's also new technologies uh, that we'd like to see uh, in the marketplace. So there there is a a tremendous interest here, and I think it's incumbent upon us to see if there are creative ways in which we can meet more of that demand. Um, And so uh, we'll be looking at that, and I would expect and hope that we'd be able to be creative and find a way to produce as many projects as necessary. Vilsack also addressed a host of other issues, including his belief that the department's proposed Product of the USA voluntary labels will not run afoul of existing trade commitments. Bill Thompson has a recap of those comments in his story on agripulse.com. Congressional leaders were also on the agenda at the event, including House Ag Committee Ranking Member David Scott. In a virtual interview at the event, Scott was adamant that the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program needed to be protected in the upcoming Farm Bill. Listen, we need to finally accept SNAP, and right now the last thing we need to be talking about is getting trying to get people off of SNAP. Committee Chair Glenn G.T. Thompson said recent proposals by some of his Republican colleagues to tighten existing work requirements were simply part of the process and said oversight of that program would continue. We're going to see proposals, we always do, of all flavors and uh, all degrees of politics. Um, You know, uh, the the bottom line is, uh, you know, we've been hearing a lot, uh, uh, taking the opportunity to hear from consumers, to hear from folks who are involved in and uh, administering the SNAP benefits, uh, administering the employment benefits. So we're going to continue to do that. Steve Davies has a deeper look at the comments from the leaders in his story on agripulse.com. And finally today, a leading agriculture economist says producers are showing signs of concern about the impacts of fluctuating interest rates. Texas A&M's Joe Outlaw spoke at the summit and said he's heard of some producers opting against sizable purchases because of the dynamic market conditions. I have anecdotal information that would say that there are a number of producers that are delaying replacement on on expensive equipment to see where interest rates are going to go. He says higher input costs have prevented many producers from doing the kind of planning ahead they might typically do under a solid farm economy. 
the farmers are really mad about this situation, not because they didn't make money, they made some, but because the really good times with these high prices they had, they weren't able to make enough to offset when things get bad. One promising nugget about the current ag economy, it's attracting plenty of venture investment. In fact, venture capital in the space has grown tenfold in the last decade. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's episode of AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Tell the Securities and Exchange Commission not to regulate farmers like Wall Street. Ask your lawmakers to support the Protect Farmers from the SEC Act. Learn more at fb.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.